NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top 9 miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mmm, yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. Tim Ford. Nice tonight. We'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. The 2019 NASCAR Xfinity Series Championship belongs to Tyler Reddick. It'll be his 50th year means even more to, to deliver on the 50th year of this team where, where so much has happened and it's just incredible to be a part of this team. Matt Grafton crosses the start finish line. He is the 2019 NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series champion. Oh, it's awesome. Like I said, uh, one step closer to the, the great truck series guy, Ron Hornaday. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Procore Construction Management Software. Reduce rework and finish jobs faster with Procore. And by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. From the MRN Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live. Mike Bagley and the MRN crew with you for yet another weekly get-together. It's holiday week in the wake of the 2019 racing season. Still lots going on in the world of NASCAR, like Joey Logano is in the news. He put his name in the Guinness Book of World Records last week. We've got that story coming up. Be sure to stay tuned for that. On Friday night, both the NASCAR Xfinity Series and NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series had its 2019 awards ceremony. We'll hear from some of the top finishers from the evening, and we'll recap the playoffs from both series. We'll also take a listen back to this week in NASCAR history. But to start the show off, it was announced last week that Jimmy Johnson is going to be retiring from full-time Cup Series competition after the 2020 season. The Motor Racing Network pays tribute to the seven-time NASCAR Cup Series champion. Jimmy Johnson wins at Homestead and scores on history-making seventh championship. Yeah, legacy-wise, uh, you know, I feel I feel that I'm uh, a people person, and I've built a lot of extremely meaningful relationships in this industry, in this garage area. I go back to my younger years in various teams and series that I raced in, and there's always been a, a feeling there in, in uh, a friendship and a bond and a respect. So ultimately, you know, it, it's that respect and uh, being, you know, being one of the good guys out there on the track. Rick Hendrick on top of the pit box. In every box that you check in life, you know, what you do with kids, how you raise your family, uh, and you're a champion, and you just, every sponsor that he's had, it just didn't have it too. But, uh, you know, they, they love him to death. And uh, so I just think it's the kind of, the stats speak for themselves, but uh, people are going to remember the man, Jimmy Johnson. It is all over, and Jimmy Johnson, for the 11th time in his career, has picked up the win here at Dover. Dover is always going to have a special place in my heart, but I, I don't, uh, and it's so new, so I'm not sure what I'm going to miss, but but first blush at it, I, I, there's 
there's nothing that I'm eager to get away from. Um, I'm, I'm excited to go back and see these places, race at these places, see my fans. Jimmy Johnson's going to win the 48th Daytona 500. I mean, my last Daytona 500. You know, some of these moments that, that are going to be out there are going to be really special. So my, my head's much more in that space. It's only the 13th start of his NASCAR Winston Cup Series career. Jimmy Johnson is going to victory lane in California. I think, I think it's the first one. You think about the championship, you think about Daytona, you think about Indy. I mean, you had so many wins, but the, the celebration when you win your first one, I think that was, I think that's the one. Are you surprised you won this early in your career? Heck yeah, I am. This is unbelievable. Um, you always hope and wish that, you know, think that you have the ability to come out here and be competitive, but you just don't know until the right situation presents itself and everybody can showcase their talents. But I, I really look forward to, you know, what what might develop in you know 12 months from now and, and see what opportunities might be out there so wouldn't mind going to getting dirty again i know we have a history with off-road racing in the dirt and uh you know i'll, I'll just be I'll just kind of wait and see and, and mo- most importantly i feel like i need to take a deep breath and just see what kind of comes from there and, and put my family first instead of racing first for once and, and take it from there jimmy johnson wow one of the greatest champions this sport has ever seen and probably one of the best drivers this sport has ever known. Coming up next on NASCAR Live, we'll hear from Joey Logano and his world record, and later we'll recap the Truck Series and Xfinity Series playoffs. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Hey, what's that look on your face? Defeat? You want to save more money? Then start playing as a team. Bundle home and auto with Progressive. That's how you win big savings. What? You need music to get pumped? Let's do this. Hold on, I'm going to turn it up. That's too loud. Yeah, that's better. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all stages or situations. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Joey Logano is up next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how did it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. <laughs> I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes, take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now 800-242-1706-800-242-1706-800-242-1706 this is nascar live now back to mike bagley Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Last week, Joey Logano set up the longest Hot Wheels track in the world and broke a world record in the process. MRN's Tyler Burnett talked with Joey about the event in this week's NASCAR Live face-to-face interview. Well, first off, thanks for inviting me over here. This is really cool. This is an impressive place. What, what would you say the coolest thing is in, in this building? What is the coolest thing? To you, personally, yeah. The f- the Hot Wheels track. We just set the whole record. The Hot Wheels track's the coolest thing in here right now. Uh, you know, this is uh, this is neat. We we beat the Guinness World Record for the longest Hot Wheels track, which took forever. Uh, <laughs> it felt like, but uh, we got so close a few times, and the car would fall off. It's like ah, but um, to eventually uh, see that car go flying out of this shop here and uh, off the ramp and landed into a actual 2018 Mustang. 
that is painted up the same as the Hot Wheels car. Uh, so that was kind of cool to have it pop in there and I get to do a big burnout. So it uh, felt good to get a, a victory. Yeah. <laughs> so that part was really neat. This car will be, be in stores when? Uh, 2020, May of 2020 is, is when it's going to come out. So there's a, a blue one for Walmart and a red one for Target. So wow. that's the that's how that's going to work. And um, the goal was to be able to sell it as the world record holding car, uh, which we'll be able to do. That's really cool. The burnouts are impressive, by the way, too. That was pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, anytime you can do a burnout, it's a good excuse to do it. So th- this is a this was definitely a, a good enough excuse. Um, honestly, it did feel like a win because we tried so hard at this thing uh, and, and trying to get so close. So when you finally did, it's like, yes, finally. So um, I didn't think it was going to happen when we started today. Uh, and we had to adjust the track a lot. And we actually shortened up the track some because uh, the, the first goal was to get a half a mile. That's what we were thinking we can do. But um, some parts of the track just we could not get straightened out to where the car would stay on the track. So uh, we cut off that portion. So. The record's 1,943, I think was the... I'll take your word for it. Huh? You take my word for it? I think it's worth... <laughs> it, which beats the uh, the record held by some Russians in Moscow uh, by over 100 feet. Uh, we're bringing it back to America. There it is. Tonight, he will win the battle, and he will win the war in South Florida. Joey said the other day, it's the victory in me. Well, me's the one who's going to win it. Joey Logano in his 10th full-time season in the Cup Series is going to win... <laughs> That's got to be close to the top of your mantle with even the championship and everything else. You got Now you've got a world record. Uh, it's it your first it world cool. record? Well, obviously, there's a lot of people that went to it. It's hard for me to say it's my world record. Yes, it is the first, but uh, it, it was there was a lot of people that, that went into this. And, and uh, James Savali, who uh, works here at Clutch, he, did, he laid out all this track over the last few days uh, going back and forth, back and forth, which is a pain in the butt. Um, but to be able to accomplish this today uh, was the goal. Um, Anything less would have been a failure, and it would have really stung <laughs> leaving here. And uh, after last year, I didn't really want to go through any more stings like that. So I'm glad to, to get this record. It's super cool. So did you have a passion for Hot Wheels cars when you were younger? Oh, of course. I, mean, I think you know Hot Wheels, to me, is one of the main reasons why I race today. Um, you know, as a child, uh, you know, you get Hot Wheels for Christmas and the Hot Wheels tracks, and, you know, I love it. And, uh, you know, as you, as I grew up, I kind of, you know, obviously that's what kind of guided me into getting, wanting a go-kart and which obviously created my, my racing career. Uh, and now with our, our little guy Hudson, uh, as you know, he's turning two here soon, you see this, like he loves Hot Wheels. Like he can't say many words, but Hot Wheels is one of them. And, uh, he loves it. As soon as he gets home, he goes, he's got a bucket that his older cousin gave him of like 200 cars and, uh, he just goes and just runs them up and down the hallway. Down, he we brought a couple boosters home, obviously. So he runs through the boosters at home, and uh, just just loves them. So it's cool to see. Uh, I don't know, kind of, kind of me as a child and him a little bit. Kind of how you know I was when I was little. About how I loved racing my hot wheels down the hallway, and he does the same thing already, which is funny. So he thought this was cool. I'm sure he he might not know what actually happened today. But uh, we'll have some cool videos to show him someday to say he was involved with it. And someday he'll be able to have a car, too. Yeah. Which is someday. his dad's. <laughs> That's pretty yes. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. Two I think boys. Like, That's going to be yes. nuts. Oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, we're scared out of our mind, to be honest with you. <laughs> one's, one's been challenging, as anyone knows. So I don't know what two's going to be like, but it's going to be tough. But um, he's so much fun now. I'm watching him as we speak right now. He's getting in my quarter midget of when I was a kid. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Actually, that's really neat. He's never actually got in there on his own. So, I don't know. There's, there's neat little things like that that I think is just special. So, Yeah, it's been a good couple of years for you. Obviously, won the championship in 2018. A couple wins this year early on and then midway. A big one at Michigan for Ford. But then at the end, you know, you guys kind of just kind of missed it at Phoenix. It's just so close. Like, yeah. in, the play, you know, in the championship at Homestead, two, you know, three mistakes cost him a championship. One mistake, you know, a week before, like, it's just so tight right now, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's what the playoffs are. And that, that's why the intensity is so high. That's why everyone gets pissed off at each other. There's <laughs> so much on the line. Within three races, you can't get far enough ahead to feel comfortable. So one bad race knocks you out. Um, you know, and then it's so easy to look back, and everyone can do this, but you look back and go, golly, if I just didn't give away two wins during a regular season, we'd run in the championship four and had a shot at it. 
But, you know, everyone can say that. Everyone can say, well, if I just, you know, finished two spots better here and had another playoff point at the end of the season, or that would have been the difference. Who knows, right? Everyone can say that stuff, so you can't really look at it too much. But um, it it does go to show that every single race during the regular season means as much as anything because when you get in the playoffs, one point, five points, three points means everything to your season. Across the line, winning for the third time here at Michigan, the 23rd win of his career. The dominant car out front at the end. That's your 2018 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series champion Joey Logano and our Tyler Burnett. Coming up next, we'll turn our focus to the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series with a recap of its playoffs. And later, we'll chat with Ross Chastain and Brett Moffitt. Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. For five decades, the Motor Racing Network has been the voice of NASCAR. And now, it's time to tell our story. They are in turn two in front of Mike Joy. With help from some of the sport's iconic voices. Oh, crap! And I spin around. Here comes Richard Petty. I'm Fred Armstrong. Join me for MRN's newest podcast series. MRN presents 50 Years, the voice of NASCAR. Available for download on MRN.com. And wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We'll recap the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series playoffs next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Hey, guys, Corley Joy. Join me and my friends, Lauren Fox and Daryl Ma, on the Sunday Money Podcast. We talk racing. Listen, a lot's happened. We talk about the race and your spectacular sixth-place finish. Yeah, it was fantastic. Daryl, maybe you should start off by telling us why you weren't here last week. And just life. What is the biggest difference this this week because you, know, you look oh, a little well, more pregnant. I found out I have a third nipple. It's Sunday Money on MRN.com, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. There's our next promo. When you're on the go, missing the side-by-side action at the racetrack isn't a problem. Here comes Logano on the high side. He drives it deep into turn number two. Motor Racing Network brings the NASCAR race to you wherever you are. So you don't miss one lap of the excitement. Denny Hamlin has won the 61st edition of the Daytona 500. You are the man, D.H. The power of radio to the imagination of the listener. Tune in to the Motor Racing Network. Visit MRN.com for an affiliate list in your local area. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. So good to have you with us on this week's NASCAR Live. The NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series had an exciting 2019 playoff run with Matt Crafton winning the championship at Homestead Miami Speedway. For a recap of all the action, here's MRN's Dan Hubbard. It's Bristol, baby! The playoffs for the 2019 NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series began in the hills of Tennessee at the Bristol Motor Speedway. Here comes the field off turn four. Brett Moffitt, Ross Chastain at the front of the field. Green flag is in the air. Ross Chastain went on to win the first stage of the event and earned a playoff point along with 10 bonus points. By one truck length, Ross Chastain will win the opening stage here tonight at the Bristol Motor Speedway, holding off Brett Moffitt by a tenth of a second. In the second stage, lap 77, problems for championship contender. Johnny Sauter. Johnny Sauter involved in the incident as well here on the front straightaway after John Hunter Nemechek got out of shape. Lap 152, two playoff drivers tangled. Stuart Friesen, he gets turned around by Matt Crafton. Friesen making contact with the left front back in turn four. The 12th caution of the evening on lap 194 set up a three-lap dash to the finish, where Brett Moffat got a good launch on the final restart. The playoffs begin with the reigning series champion going to victory lane. Brett Moffat wins at Bristol. It was the second victory of the year for the 2018 champ and his first at Bristol. Drivers, start your 
weeks later, the Gander Outdoors Truck Series crossed the border into Canada to race at the always exciting road course, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. It will be the fifth stage win of the season, most of all playoff drivers. Fifth stage win for Ross Chastain. The final stage was dominated by Brett Moffitt, who went on to win back-to-back races in the Gander Outdoors Truck Series playoffs. As they head for the final time back to turn seven with Brett Moffitt leading. Can't even hear the motor. He is going to coast to the line. Brett Moffitt won last week at Bristol. He'll win at Canada. Two in a row for Brett Moffitt. It's huge to win back-to-back races at two completely different type of racetracks. It just speaks measures for everyone who is a part of this program. And we're eliminating two drivers in elimination race number one. What's not to like? The first round ended a week later in Sin City at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Smoke starts to pour from the rear of the Brent Enfinger machine. Heavy engine smoke as Enfinger tries to make it off the track. Friday the 13th strikes for Grant Enfinger at lap five here in Las Vegas. His Thorsport teammates, Matt Crafton and Johnny Sauter, had similar problems on lap 41. Johnny Sauter, both of these Thorsport trucks showing a lot of smoke, and now Matt Crafton is ablaze under the hood. It was later diagnosed as rear seal issues in the motors of all three Thorsport trucks. On lap 122, a new contender emerged. Ross Chastain slips. Here comes Austin Hill to the inside. By the time they get the turn two, new race leader Austin Hill back to the point. Hill went on to lead the final 12 laps in route to his first playoff win and his third victory of the 2019 season. And for the third time in 2019, Austin Hill is a winner in the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series. Eliminated from playoff contention, 2016 champion Johnny Sauter and regular season champ Grant Enfinger. Drivers, start your engines! Race one, second round of the 2019 Gander Trucks playoffs took place at NASCAR's fastest venue, the Talladega Super Speedway. Fans in the stands are on their feet. Green flag is in the air. Oftentimes, the fall truck race at Dega can be chaos, but the first stage was relatively clean. The stage saw five passes for the lead. It's Brett Moffitt with his sights on Creed, trying to take that top spot away off turn four for the final time this day. A hard hit for Tyler Dipple was the only incident in stage two. Green, white, checkered flag in the air, and Stewart Friesen will win stage two. The final stage is where the drama picked up, and the big one came on lap 89. Creed, now they wreck. Chastain gets turned. He gets touched by Creed. Now they're wrecking on the bottom. Three, four, five trucks involved. It all started up front when Chastain got turned. He and Sheldon Creed made contact. Johnny Sauter took the checkers. Johnny Sauter went below the yellow line to block. But immediately, NASCAR reviewed the finish. A few minutes later, it was announced that Spencer Boyd was a first-time winner in the truck series. And Johnny Sauter will not win. Spencer Boyd has won at Talladega. From NASCAR's largest track to their smallest, the trucks made the short john north to Martinsville Speedway for some short track racing in the second race of the round. Green flag is in the air. We're underway here at Martinsville, and they are side by side as they hit turn one. Defending champ Brett Moffitt won the first stage, while GMS teammate Sam Mayer won the second. On lap 117, problems for Moffitt and others. Tyler Ankrum involved, Austin Hill involved, a number of trucks involved in this crash off of turn number two. While it looked like Ross Chastain was the class of the field, Todd Gilliland got the better of him on a late restart and cruised to his first victory of his truck racing career. For Kyle Busch Motorsports, Todd Gilliland wins as they're piloted up in turn four. The final cutoff race of the 2019 NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series playoffs came at ISM Raceway in Phoenix. To this point, no playoff eligible driver had won in the second round, so no one was locked in. They're side by side for spot number one. He got the jump in the outside lane talking about Stuart Friesen, and he leads by a couple of truck lengths over Ben Rose in the second. Stuart Friesen started on the front row alongside championship hopeful Austin Hill, and Friesen dealt with adversity early. As NASCAR deemed, he jumped the initial start. Start is under review because you must stay in line until you get to the start finish line. So NASCAR said the start is under review. Friesen spent the majority of the race battling back from the penalty and made impressive moves through the field. Cruising down the back straight away after having to go to the back, he's on his way to victory lane. Started second. Here's Stuart Friesen up off the corner. Checkered flag in the air. Stuart Friesen wins the Lucas Oil 150 at ISM Raceway at Phoenix. More importantly, he will advance to part of the championship four next week at Ford Championship Weekend. 
Friesen went on to win the Lucas Oil 150, while Austin Hill and Tyler Ankrum were eliminated. The championship four was set. Here we are now in the month of November, back in the Sunshine State to wrap it up and crown a champion. Ross Chastain, Matt Crafton, Brett Moffat, and Stuart Friesen entered Ford Championship Weekend with a shot to win the 2019 Gander Outdoors Truck Series Championship. Each of the four were 134 mistake-free laps away from winning the crown. Pace truck is in off turn number four. Here they come, down to the line, green flag in the air. Early on, it was clear to see Chastain had speed as he led the first 28 laps, only to have the spoiler of the day, Austin Hill, come up and steal stage one. In stage two, it was more of the same, as Austin Hill made it known quickly that the race for the championship was most likely going to be a race for second. Here they come off turn number four for the final time. Austin Hill brings his truck to the start-finish line. Two-time Truck Series champ Matt Crafton showed late in the race he had the better of the four championship trucks. Matt Crafton crosses the start-finish line. He is the 2019 NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series champion. There's one champion in the Truck Series that has the most championships, Ron Hornaday. I know he used to whip our butt whenever I was 20-something years old and he was 50 years old. So at the end of the day, I mean, I truly believe that I'll still be able to get it done at 50 years old. The Motor Racing Network congratulates Matt Crafton and Thor Sport Racing on their 2019 NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series Championship. That, my friends, uh, listen back to the 2019 NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series playoffs as heard right here on the Motor Racing Network. A couple of names you heard there, Ross Chastain and Brett Moffitt. They were prominent figures in the 2019 Truck Series. We'll hear from them, and also coming up, we'll recap the NASCAR Xfinity Series playoffs as well. Do you have a car, truck, boat, or other vehicle that's seen better days, but you're not sure what to do with it? Turn your clunker into a chunk of change in support of children's health care initiatives when you donate it to the NASCAR Foundation. It's simple and free. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to have your vehicle towed and auctioned off. You get a tax deduction, and the NASCAR Foundation gets the proceeds. Put your vehicle to good use for the kids by donating it today. Call 844-NASCAR-9 today. That's 844-NASCAR-9. Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. We'll hear from Ross Chastain next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Check out MRN.com for a podcast series called The Tough Trucks of NASCAR. 25 years and still trucking. We'll take you back to some great races. Here they come. They're crashing in the back at the line. Mike Skinner wins it. Some wild moments. Brendan gone gets turned around and slams hard into the inside retaining wall. And the stories that go with them. We lost the championship, but there was a lot of ugly things that went on behind the scenes. Ended a lot of friendships, actually, to this day. Download the shows for free on iTunes and at MRN.com. Time now for the Wheelan Pit Crew Member of the Week. My name is TJ Ford, and I'm the Jackman for the number 18 M&M Toyota. Mistakes are inevitable in any sport, and especially when you're trying to go as fast as we're trying to go. Kyle Busch and, and Adam Stevens are really good at is when we have a blazing fast pit stop, they don't say much. And when we 
have a terrible pit stop, they don't say much. They know that we're professionals, and they leave it up to us to handle it the way we need to. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live on Friday night in Uptown Charlotte. The NASCAR Xfinity and NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series held its 2019 award ceremony. MRN's Kyle Ricky was there to speak to some of the top finishers in each of the series about their season and looking forward to 2020. NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series driver Ross Chastain finished second in the championship standings. Yeah, I mean, gosh, we didn't see this coming. We didn't see the way the Xfinity side was going to happen. We didn't. I didn't see that we would be able to put together a full season in East Motorsports that let, like pay for the races, let alone go and compete for wins and get wins when we needed, and and go all the way to Homestead with a chance and to, to come up second uh, in the championship, fourth on track. Um, I mean, my goodness, it's a dream come true. Did you know before the change to the Truck Series that you were going to have a legitimate shot at at not just making the playoffs but contending for the title? I, I assume you did because you made the change for that reason. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, I knew we, we, we built a new truck, and we took it to Kansas, and we won. And I knew right then that we we were on to something. And we, um, you know, continued to progress along that path with that truck, and, and we were planning on building more. Um, one of those trucks ended up never getting built through no fault of our own, uh, but just the manufacturer didn't never produce it for us. So uh, when it elsewhere to our fleet and rebuilt old trucks uh two of them and went farther down into the 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 championship run with those two um and that's what got us all the way to homestead so i felt at kansas was the first time that we had really qualified ahead of like 12th on the mile and a half so we qualified sixth we got to fourth we ran fourth we got the second on the first lap i overdrove turn one lap one and uh or lap two one i don't know however you count that but uh fell back to fourth and we ran fourth all night and then Brett and um, Grant took each other out, and Stewart ran out of gas, and we won the race. And it was like, okay, we can run with these guys. Like um, when the when the decision came to, to switch, if nothing else, it gave us the three triple truck challenge races, and we ended up winning two of those. So that alone was worth it. Worth it. Like no matter if we made it, won the championship or not. Now once we got into it, we wanted to win, but um, they ended up taking the, one of the the races away at Iowa, obviously, uh, and fifty grand and forty more thousand dollars in purse money, but. Um, the, 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 oh my gosh! It was um, Al almost shut it down. I mean, speaking that's not that's not a that's not just talking because we're here and just talking PR wise. It 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 was the truth. He walked into the shop. We all knew he was coming. We were all waiting on him uh, that Monday or Tuesday morning after Iowa, and, and I honestly had no idea what he was going to decide. Um, and he came in. He said, "I've got the paperwork up to to shut it down. We've got it all drawn up, but we're going to keep going. We're gonna we're gonna, we're mad." We're all mad, right? And we all said yes, heck yes. And um, that kind of fueled us farther than we ever could have even without it. Kyle also spoke with third-place finisher Brett Moffitt. You know, I feel like everyone at GMS really pulled together, and we started out the year um, not where we needed to be. And everyone pulled together to be competitive at the end of the year. Uh, We had two trucks in the final four with us in the 52, which, um, you know, is something to be proud of. But we need to come out on top, so we – you know, we're going to build off this and be better next year. What were you able to bring to GMS that you learned last year in your championship year? You know, I just think through the years I've had a lot of experience at different levels. Um, and, you know, it's it's kind of my role to help guide the, the teammates where they need to, you know, where they need to learn and help them out. And, um, you know, I had great teammates in Sheldon Creed and Stuart Friesen. And, you know, it's just it's all about getting together and being competitive as a whole. Um, it's not just about the 24 truck winning. It's about the 52 and the two winning and being successful also. So, um, you know, I feel like I fit into that role pretty well. Um, and I'm looking forward to going to next year and, and doing that with Tyler Ankrum and Zane Smith as well. I was going to say, I feel like you guys are fielding like 20 trucks next <laughs> year. It seems like every other day there's a press release coming out that GMS yeah. is expanding. Thoughts on that and, and how that could strengthen the team? Yeah, I'm actually really excited about it. I think, you know, we've got a lot of good people in places now. Um, we have a good game plan going into the next year. I've, you know, personally, this last week has been more stressful than the last month of the racing season um, as far as, as putting the pieces together for next season and, um, you know, having Tyler and, and Zane come over. Uh, we got a couple new crew chiefs that are going to be working with them. Um, 
but I'm just excited about it. It's it's a lot of good people, and I think it's going to you know elevate the game. You know, I think we're in a position where it's kind of always been GMS versus KBM, and I feel like we're in a really good position to you know kind of drive that nail home and and be the top dog in the series. Any fun off season plans? I'd like to go skiing. I don't have anything planned yet, but that's my goal. So I'd like to go to Colorado and, and do a little skiing and just enjoy it. That's Brett Moffitt from the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series. Later in the show, we'll hear from some of the NASCAR Xfinity Series drivers from Friday night's awards ceremony. But first, we'll recap the 2019 Xfinity Series playoffs next. I'm Matt DiBenedetto, driver of the number 95 Procore Toyota Camry. On race day, you can save a ton of fuel by drafting in the pack, but you'll never win if you don't stay up on the wheel. It's like in the construction business. You can either keep up with the competition or leave them in the dust with the Procore Construction Management Platform. Whether you're a GC, specialty contractor, or owner, Procore's software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. To learn more, visit Procore.com. Freightliner, innovation is at their core. In fact, Freightliner was created nearly 80 years ago out of a need for something new and trucking. Today, that innovation still drives them as they constantly work to make their industry-leading trucks safer, more dependable, and even more efficient. All the things that make a smart business decision a winning business decision, no matter what you may haul. Learn more about Freightliner on highway trucks at Freightliner.com. Freightliner, run smart. A recap of the NASCAR Xfinity Series playoffs is next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Are you ready? To help children forget about their serious medical conditions so they can just be a kid. Then support Victory Junction, which is the dream of late race driver Adam Petty, who wanted to build a camp where children concentrate on fun and laughter, not illness or disability. At Victory Junction, kids enjoy ziplining, horseback riding, swimming, fishing, all in a medically safe environment, all at no cost to the camper. What do you say, Richard Petty? Let's do this. Learn more at VictoryJunction.org. Here's a special message for those of you who owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes. The IRS has special programs in place that could eliminate or reduce your tax debt by thousands of dollars. The IRS is currently accepting reduced settlements and other favorable programs. You may qualify for substantial savings, so get the help you need. Take down the number now for the Federal Tax Management Hotline, 800-242-1706, 800-242-1706. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thanks for hanging out with us on this week's NASCAR Live. Let's turn our focus now to the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Tyler Reddick won the series championship at Homestead Miami Speedway earlier this month. To recap how we got to our championship moment, here's MRN's Dave Moody. The 2019 Xfinity Series playoffs kicked off at Richmond in September with 12 drivers. Big three member Christopher Bell dominated the field, leading 238 out of 250 laps and earning his seventh victory of the season. Yeah, I uh, I think I told every one of my guys this is an important race right here because if you win this, you're pretty much safe until you get to October, middle of October, going to Kansas. So uh, this one means a lot. And, uh, and number seven, that, that's pretty good, too. With Bell now roval-proof and moving on into the next round, all the remaining playoff drivers had to up their game for this challenging track. The lead swapped back and forth all race between Austin Sindrick, Cole Custer, and Christopher Bell. A.J. Allmendinger stole the win, but it was a tough day for playoff drivers Ryan Sieg and Justin Haley, who finished several laps down and put them in must-win situations. The round of 12 ended at Dover with several playoff drivers finding trouble during the race. Christopher Bell around the outside. Oh, sideways and almost into the wall. He may have got it. It's Tyler Reddick. Now Harrison Burton will spin. He'll collect the inside retaining wall. A wild start to this one. Brandon Jones has also gotten a piece of that as well. He made contact with Harrison Burton on the backstretch, spun Burton to the inside. Brandon Jones, who needed a good run this afternoon, has damage on the front of that Toyota Supra. Matter of fact, the hood has been pushed up so far. 
that I don't even believe Brandon can see out of the windshield, and that puts us under the caution flag. Money Lion caution number one. That crash eliminated Brandon Jones from the playoff. Christopher Bell exited the race early for a carburetor issue. He battled all day, but was safely into the next round already. Several crashes later, it was Cole Custer coming out victorious. Ford Mustang now letting it slide off turn number two, up and out against the outside safer barrier. It is all Cole Custer at the front of the field. He avenges the loss of May. He led 155 laps into spring, and he's going to blow him out of the water. The general, Cole Custer, marches across the start-finish line. Checkered flag is in the air, and Cole Custer will win the Use Your Melon Drive Sober 200. For Brandon Jones, Ryan Sieg, and Justin Haley, the playoffs ended at Dover. After a two-week break in Kansas with Cole Custer and Christopher Bell asserting their dominance over the field. They swapped the lead every few laps, and as the checkers loomed ahead, everyone fought for positions. Four wide behind, Cole Custer trying to jam it in further back. John Hunter Nemechek gets into Jeremy Clements, takes him up the racetrack as Brandon Jones pulls away with the lead off two. Justin Allgaier second, here's the battle for third. Jace Briscoe back in the mix. Behind him, uh, Michael Annette battling with Tyler Reddick for position. Briscoe back to the high side, he's got it all to himself in third. Jones goes to the bottom. Reddick and Briscoe giving it all they've got one last time through the top of three and four. Two years ago, Christopher Bell was a first-time winner at Kansas. Last year, John Hunter Nemechek, a first-time winner at Kansas. And this year, it's Brandon Jones, a career first-time winner as he wins the Kansas Lottery 300 here at Kansas Speedway. One race too late for Brandon Jones as he collected the win in Kansas after being eliminated from the playoffs. As good as the action on track was, tempers flared post-race. And there was a fight, we've actually. Got, we've got an uh, altercation down here. Cole Custer came up to Tyler Reddick and had some words with him. Then Tyler Reddick tried to grab him. They're on the ground now, and Cole Custer's on the ground. A number of security officials, a number of uh, crew members are here. But Cole Custer and Tyler Reddick going at it here on pit road. Man, man, the tempers were flying and, and drivers down here. And now uh, let's go back down to Kim Kuhn. Yeah, and Chase Briscoe kind of trying to back up. The fight continues now. And Tyler Reddick is, is being held back by some of his crew members, so it's still chaotic down here. It seemed that both Custer and Reddick had different views of what happened. Yeah, Kim. let's catch up with Tyler Reddick right in the middle of that ne- melee. He actually is bleeding in the knuckles. Incident with Cole Custer, what was he trying to tell you? I didn't get to hear much uh, before we were had hands on each other, and I, I told him right away, like, you put a hand on me, I was going to put one back. And uh, from there, everyone gets a little worked up. Everyone's upset about what happened, and it turned into a little bit of a, a scramp from there. So uh, some cheap asshole ran up behind me, put me in a chokehold, totally uh, blindsided me. So uh, if I catch up with him later, we can fight one-on-one. I have no problem with that. Do you have any intention of talking with Cole post-race? Oh, yeah. No, I don't, I don't think me and him have the have the issue with each other. It's uh, older men get involved in something else they really don't have a part in. So I get it. We're all invested in this. We all want to win championships. So just uh, got the heart rate uh, going up a little bit higher than I expected after the race. Cole Custer has made his way all the way back to the garage to his hauler. We saw that in sound pit road. Man, what a scrum. What happened? Uh, I just wasn't very happy that he couldn't keep his car on the bottom on the restart and ran us up into the wall. And I was just going to go tell him that. I said, say I wasn't like, very happy, and uh, I put a hand on him. Not to rough him up, just put a hand on him, and uh, he just went berserk on me. So, I don't know. I just wasn't very happy with that. I think we thought we had a shot to win. Just a lot of things went wrong. Are you going to be able to brush this off, or is this an incident that might follow you to the next race? I don't know. I think uh, we'll see, I guess. I don't know. I don't think it's something that's worth going to the next race, but I just wanted to show that I wasn't very happy with it. Another two-week break before the Xfinity regulars got another chance to lock themselves into Homestead. The series headed to Texas, where two playoff drivers found trouble. Noah Gregson crashed halfway through and ended his day. Ten laps later, it was Tyler Reddick and Chase Briscoe bringing out the caution. It ended Reddick's race, but Briscoe was able to continue on and finish several laps down. Christopher Bell, in another dominating performance, claimed the victory and was the first driver locked into racing for the championship at Homestead. The pressure was on at Phoenix as three more drivers had an opportunity to race for the title. The big three showed up and led most of the race with minimal cautions until Justin Allgaier decided he wanted to race at Homestead 
and was going to make sure he got there. Custer got boxed in, battling with those two lap cars. That erases the gap. Are not going to be enough for Custer. Allgaier going to try and punch his ticket to Miami with his first win of the year. For the first time in 2019, Justin Allgaier comes off of turn number four and will receive the checkered flag and will win the Desert Diamond West Valley Casino 200 at ISM Raceway. He will punch his ticket to the championship four and run for the title next week at the Homestead Miami Speedway. He wins today in Phoenix as we go to Pitt Road. We needed to win. Not not necessarily for uh, the spot at Homestead, but for all these guys right here. Uh, the personality, the the drive, the the ambition that they've had all year to not to not have the finishes that we wanted. Uh, I feel like it's been forever since we've been to Victory Lane. I'll be honest with you, there were like 20 to go. I started hearing things. I was seeing things. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, it was it was crazy. But uh, our pit crew guys did a great job. These guys right here, fantastic. I wouldn't want to be with anybody else right now. The championship four was set, and Justin Allgaier, Christopher Bell, Tyler Reddick, and Cole Custer went to Homestead to fight it out. Like it had been all season, it was a battle between the big three until the very end. Tyler Reddick and Christopher Bell swapped the lead back and forth all day with a handful of debris cautions throughout. As the laps dwindled down, it was the big three leading once again. Wow, what a battle, what a challenge here. We have 19 laps to go, and now the move into turn one. Tyler Reddick dives to the bottom, slides under Cole Custer, slides up the banking all the way to the outside. He's loose at the exit at two. He's got the lead as they hit the backstretch, but back comes Custer. Custer pulled the crossover, not going to be able to stick it, though. This time, though, he'll drive into three hard, drives by the middle of Reddick in the center of the corner back across the nose of the lead and here's Reddick back to the bottom slide jobs are us right now at Homestead Miami Speedway first it's Reddick then it's Custer now it's Reddick back to the bottom Reddick back to the lead with 18 laps to go Tyler Reddick on his way to becoming a two-time NASCAR Xfinity Series champion the right rear of that Chevy Camaro is just leaning on that safer barrier here he comes out of corner number four checkered flag is in the air the Ford EcoBoost 2 300 and the 2019 NASCAR Xfinity Series Championship belongs to Tyler Reddick, 23-year-old from Corning, California. What a race. What a night for Tyler Reddick, who will go back-to-back in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Let's go to Pit Road. Put this car where it deserves, and that's in victory lane. That's on the championship stage and an owner's championship as well on Richard Shields Racing's 50th year. And what does it mean to win in Richard Childers' 50th year? It's it's everything. It's so cool to come on this team my first year. And it be its 50th year, it means even more to, to deliver on the 50th year of this team where, where so much has happened, and it's just incredible to be a part of this team. The 2019 season ended with back-to-back Xfinity Series championships for Tyler Reddick. He'll move to the Cup Series next year, staying with Richard Childress Racing and driving the number eight Chevrolet, hoping that the momentum of the last two years stays with him. That is the NASCAR Xfinity Series playoffs on the Motor Racing Network. Coming up, we'll hear from Christopher Bell and Cole Custer, and later we'll check in with this week in NASCAR history. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Get your head in the game. This ain't no exhibition match. This is for real. You've got a house to insure, and there are no excuses because Progressive's Home Quote Explorer makes it easier than ever to get the coverage you need. Here's some music to get you pumped. Don't feel that confidence. Did I say stop saving money? No. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. When we return, you'll hear from a couple of drivers that are making the move into the NASCAR Cup Series in 2020. First, this is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Hey, guys, Corley Joy. Join me and my friends, Lauren Fox and Daryl Ma on the Sunday Money Podcast. As we talk racing. Listen, a lot's happened. We talk about the race and your spectacular sixth-place finish. Yeah, it was fantastic. Daryl, maybe you should start off by telling us why you weren't here last week. And just life. What is the biggest difference this 
this week? Because you, you look oh, a little well, more pregnant. I found out I have a third nipple. It's Sunday Money on MRN.com, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. There's our next promo. When you're on the go, missing the side-by-side action at the racetrack isn't a problem. Here comes Logano on the high side. He drives it deep into turn number two. Motor Racing Network brings the NASCAR race to you, wherever you are, so you don't miss one lap of the excitement. Denny Hamlin has won the 61st edition of the Daytona 500. You are the man, D.A. The power of radio to the imagination of the listener. Tune in to the Motor Racing Network. Visit MRN.com for an affiliate list in your local area. Motor Racing Network presents Building Toward the 2020 Season, presented by Procore. Team owner Richard Childress is feeling optimistic for his operation next year with Tyler Reddick moving up into the Cup Series. I'm letting these crew chiefs on the three and the uh, eight car next year, which Tyler will be driving. He's going to bring his whole team up and making a lot of changes. And uh, I think you're going to see a different RCR next year. Tyler's going to put everybody to work over there because he's going to bring some speed and some talent with it. Building toward the 2020 season is presented by Procore. Whether you're a GC, a specialty contractor, or an owner, Procore's construction management software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. No matter what you're building, Procore can help you finish ahead of the competition. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thanks for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. Earlier in the show, we heard from the second and third place finishers in the NASCAR Gander Outdoors Truck Series. Now, let's hear from third place finisher, Christopher Bell in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Our Kyle Ricky had a chance to catch up with C. Bell in Uptown Charlotte. Just very disheartening to end the way that we did. Uh, winning 15 races over two seasons and, and no championships to go with it is pretty disheartening. But, you know, the way the format is, you can't dwell over it too much. And, and I'm very... <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really... It was a great two years. Let's look ahead. Um, obviously, a lot of folks talking about that Cup rookie season next year. Um, excited about the rookie class. I mean, for the most part, the same guys you've been running with here. Yeah, it'll be. It should be a really good race for rookie of the year. Um, well, it's inter- it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Obviously, the cars are totally different. I feel like one of the things that we're going to get spoiled with in the Xfinity series are the composite bodies. They're pretty easy to make contact and get away with it. Or in the Cup cars, it doesn't really work that way. Has that transition? started yet uh not really i've i've taken some time off and um plan on taking a little bit more and then getting going here in december let's talk about some of that time off obviously sprint car racing this past week or midget racing over in uh, california uh, first how to go obviously uh what second to larson the second night yeah kyle kyle got a big one actually it paid a lot of money so that was um disappointing to win but i was really happy obviously starting with a new team with tucker boat motorsports uh trying to get prepared for the chili bowl and um larson's got his new deal going on too so the chili bowl is going to be a change of pace both of us driving for new teams and hopefully we can hit the ground running obviously this past week in the chili bowl not part of the nascar season but how much of this are you able to do next year or do you are you hoping to do in your cup rookie year uh i they've uh, they're allowing me to race my schedule is going to be obviously limited quite a bit just for the fact of there's more races uh cup races on sunday so that limits me from going racing sprint cars on sunday so won't get to do as much but we'll still get to do some finishing second in the nascar xfinity series standings was the general cole custer yeah i mean it was a great year i mean winning seven races and uh you know i mean i can't thank everybody enough on our team for making really fast race cars at Stuart haas racing and gene haas and all his support so i think i'm looking forward to next year and learning that kind of challenge in the cup series but i mean yeah just this incredible year and uh i wish we were one spot better like you said but we'll take it what clicked from last year to this year you mentioned you know the seven wins i mean you've won in the past but never you know five six seven times in a season yeah i think mike shiplett coming on and our lead engineer davin i think they brought a lot of experience um to our team and also i think it was my third year and i kind of knew what i wanted when i showed up to the racetrack so it's just kind of a combination of everything coming together talked to christopher bell a moment ago we're going to talk to tyler reddick here in a bit that's the rookie class for next year also yourself are you excited to make that move up to to nascar's top series and do you feel ready after a couple of years here in the xfinity series 
Yeah, for sure. I think I'm really looking forward to it. It's definitely a new level and a, a definitely a challenge. So there's uh, definitely a lot of stuff for me to learn and uh, study. So I'm looking forward to doing that over the off season and getting ready for Daytona. But it's going to be, yeah, I mean, I, we have great cars at SHR, so I'm looking forward to it. In, in being around the industry like you have been, obviously, with, with SHR, what do you think the biggest challenge will be in, in making the move to a cup car? Uh, I think the biggest challenge is that in this in the Xfinity series you're racing about 10 guys and in the Cup series you're racing about 25. So there's a lot more of dealing with traffic and uh just all that everything that comes with it, dirty air and you know crazy restarts and stuff like that. So it's going to be a lot of just kind of getting used to that. Any fun off-season plans here before now and and your first Daytona 500? Uh, pretty much going back home for Thanksgiving and then kind of traveling around New Year's and Christmas also. But other than that, I mean, just pretty much going to be at the shop or in the simulator trying to get ready. That's Cole Custer from Friday night's 2019 NASCAR Xfinity Series Awards Ceremony in Uptown Charlotte. Still to come on NASCAR Live, we'll look back on this week in NASCAR history. MRN's Classic Races. Labonte gets crossed up. Labonte goes around. Dale Earnhardt now watches Labonte spun across the line and got the win. Spanning 50 years of NASCAR racing. Barney Hall. There's a beautiful afternoon here in Daytona Beach, and the action will be fast and furious. Legendary voices. Legendary races. Daryl Simply, what happened? I just hope he chokes on that 200000 That's all I can tell you. MRN's Classic Races. Available on MRN.com, iTunes, and your favorite podcast provider. He did, he did touch. No, he knocked the hell out of me. For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been the legendary driving force powering many of the best-known trucks on the road. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies in components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We're about to head for the exits on this week's NASCAR Live. But before we do, let's check in with Susie Armstrong with This Week in NASCAR History. Thanks, Mike. This week, we start our trip down memory lane in 1974. Billy Swan tops the country charts with his only number one hit, I Can Help. Crime dramas Hawaii Five-0 and Barnaby Jones capture viewers on CBS Primetime. Murder on the Orient Express killed him at the box office and the Oscars, nabbing six nominations at the 47th Academy Awards. And Bobby Allison was the Ontario Motor Speedway Express, driving a Penske-prepared matador to the checkers in the L.A. Times 500 as Richard Petty claimed his fifth cup title in Southern California. What an amazing finish. Looked like five cars to be together. Allison waved. He's waving to the crowd as he crosses the line. Bobby Allison in the American Motors Matador. Second victory for the little factory car. Matador has done it today. And the Coke machine finishes in first place the last race of this $3.5 million series. 2001, Toby Keith gets a word in edgewise on country radio with I Want to Talk About Me. George Harrison passes, inspiring global sadness from the Beatles faithful. J.K. Rowling's magical franchise goes Hollywood as the Sorcerer's Stone dazzled Harry Potter fans worldwide. And Robbie Gordon was rock solid in the Granite State, winning the rescheduled New Hampshire 300 at New Hampshire Motor Speedway, with Jeff Gordon claiming his fourth and final cup championship. It'll be the 19th different winner in this 2001 season as Robbie Gordon comes to the finish line and sees the checkered flag for Richard Childress Racing and the last race with a low sponsorship. Robbie Gordon wins the New Hampshire 300. 2010, Adele pens a commercial breakthrough hit with the award-winning cut from her second album, Rolling in the Deep. Auburn rebounds from 24-zip to beat Alabama 28-27 at the 75th annual Iron Bowl in Tuscaloosa, the largest comeback in series history. And Jimmy Johnson came ready to claim his fifth championship in a row, while Carl Edwards was determined to dominate and win the Ford 400 at Homestead Miami Speedway. With a preview of what the Ford guys have planned for next season. And Jimmy Johnson wrote history last year by winning a fourth consecutive championship. He'll do it again today by winning a fifth consecutive Sprint Cup Series championship here in Ford Championship Weekend. 
And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. Hard to believe 2019 is in the books, but there is one important matter that needs to be tended to, and that's crowning the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series champion, Kyle Busch. That happens next week in Nashville, Tennessee. Matter of fact, we're taking NASCAR live on the road, and we will be live in Nashville with your Cup Series championship-winning driver, Kyle Busch, and championship-winning crew chief, Adam Stevens. That's going to put a wrap on the show for today. We appreciate you joining us, and we also appreciate hearing from Joey Logano. We also thank Ross Chastain, Brett Moffitt, Christopher Bell, and Cole Custer for being a part of today's show. We thank you as well for joining us here on the Motor Racing Network. For the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. We'll talk to you next week live from Music City. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida and was brought to you by Bloomin' Monday at Outback Steakhouse and by Hercules Tires right on our string. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Tyler Burnett and Rich Colbert. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the expressed written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc.